Okay. Um, well, welcome everyone. Got the recording started. Welcome to another teleseminar. Again, just wanted to remind you that um, uh, I'm going to take, you know, maybe about 25 minutes or so to talk on the topic for today. And then would love to hear from anyone who is here on the call. And, um, you know, feel, really feel free to share anything, uh, any thoughts you're having about the call or anything else you'd like to share about what's happening for you with the understanding of the principles. Um, and uh, at the end, of course, um, I'll let you know about um, how to find the, the recordings for the teleseminars on my website. So that's, uh, oh, one other thing. Um, if you have uh, questions or um, any thoughts you want to share, uh, you press star 2 on your phone, and I will see that you have a question. But I'll check in with you at the, uh, in about 25 or 30 minutes after I've talked a bit about the, you know, the topic for today. So I, again, want to welcome everyone. It's just really nice to have uh, another month of uh, the teleseminars. Today, um, well, the reason for the topic for today um, is that um, I've been listening to Sidney Banks a lot. And, um, of course, you know, he speaks about the spiritual understanding, the, the principles that we've all, that we are all a part of, mind, thought, and consciousness. And, um, you know, when you, when I listen to Sidney, I have to be reflective as I don't really, it's not about getting an intellectual understanding of what he's saying. And there are times during a talk um, that he will share some things that look pretty practical to me and that I can find that. And many times you will hear him say, it really is love and understanding. And um, I really know that, right? I, I can get a sense of what love and understanding is about and direct myself toward that. Um, of course, you know, generally with the principles, it's always um, about knowledge we already have. Uh, it's about looking within toward our consciousness to see more about the principles. But when he gets practical to, to talk about it just being love and understanding, that makes it easy for me to practice that. And today I thought... That might be a good thing for us to talk about. The love and understanding, to me, really is an expression of the spiritual energy. And love and understanding is not not really about um, loving something or something happening to us, but the pure um, feeling of uh, what we truly are spiritually. And um, it it you know, living within love and understanding, people find happiness because, again, happiness is, is not something that we find outside of ourselves, um, but it is something that is within, uh, right now, within our own consciousness. So we, we already have um, 
what we're looking for. Um, and uh, I wanted to speak today about it because uh, so many people are, are caught with looking for these feelings outside of themselves. And uh, when they don't realize that, you know, the only thing in the way of us experiencing these feelings of love and understanding, uh, happiness, which is really our um, our um, natural state, um, what gets in the way of that is people's thinking, how they feel like um, most of the time they need to find something outside of themselves before they can be happy. You know, I was a victim of that. I, I know that uh, in my, um, just in my uh, graduate training, I, you know, going for a PhD degree, you know, there was a lot of hard work involved with that. And I thought, well, by then, well, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy and at peace once I get my degree, you know. So we all have... Um, uh, have some sense, uh, some learn, we've kind of picked up in life that our well-being, our happiness, or the feelings, the deep feelings of love and understanding uh, um, come from us getting something from the outside. Um, but it's, so I wanted to speak today about these deeper feelings that exist within us once our mind quiets down, once we pull away from um, our usual way of thinking about life um, and quiet down our minds. I was just um, with a client last night when she was talking about how she was feeling a lot of stress and bother in dealing with a family member. And as we talked, she got this deep insight and it just freed her up in that deep insight she got about how that experience of this person is created through the principles. She got her own insight into that. Bother left, stress left. She just was thrilled and in a lot of deep feelings. And in fact, she says, I, I can't even sit still. I just want to jump around. And really, it's because she just freed up from that heavy um, thinking she was having that was creating bother. So, again, once we quiet down, um, clear ourselves from the thinking we usually do, what surfaces is love and understanding. And, you know, love is just an idea. It's just a, a word for the deeper feelings of the spiritual energy that we have. It's, it, it's just a way to talk about being in these feelings that bring us just a deep peace, uh, joy, a sense of well-being, and um, a feeling of connection to others and all living things. For me... When Sid talks about love and understanding, the understanding piece is really to see that everyone around us is operating through the same principles. Their experiences of life are coming through the, the same principles we are. Thought is creating for them an experience they're living in. And really for my client last night, 
that's that's what we were talking to that somehow she got an insight to. You know, we were talking about being able to see others in our family with understanding. And the understanding that comes from the spiritual energy of the principles is that we're all the same. You know, we're all the same. And we're, our, our behavior and the way we act toward one another is really being created by the same principles through all of us. And so this person in her family that was causing, that looked like this person was causing my client bother, my client started to get a feeling for this person just being caught up in the way she was thinking. And because of the thinking she was doing, that led her to act this way with other people. Somehow as she heard that, it just opened up, excuse me, a realization for her. And she tapped into knowledge that we all have within us that's already there at birth. And uh, it helped her um, see her life with family members in a whole new way. And um, and she was just completely thrilled and in uh, a joyful state of mind. And she just felt free of the chains of her habitual way of thinking. So that's that's the understanding piece. That's what I see it anyhow. Another thing here is we talk about love and understanding, you know, that has made sense through all of the years that I've heard Sydney Banks and have attended his seminars and some of you on the call have probably been to some too. And he's always would talk about it being love and understanding in a very simple, simple way. Um, and what I heard recently on a tape of his, and these are just my words for, for what he was saying, um, he didn't say it quite this way, but he did say that there are feelings even deeper that we are, that we have forgotten uh, exist in, in us. And... Um, you know, when he shared that, I just felt, um, I just felt more good feeling, you know. I didn't know what he meant by what are these deeper feelings beyond love and understanding. I just uh, started to feel hopeful that there's more to see, that there's, there's more to uncover in the direction of, of uh, love and understanding and happiness. Again, for me, that's what I was searching for when um, I somehow found uh, Sydney Banks and um, went to his seminars. And then when I realized, as I've shared in many videos, I saw that I could be happy if I understood these principles. If I understood what Sydney Banks was pointing to just a little bit, um, I saw the potential to be happy in life and also to help my clients to be um, happy. Because, you know, um, my clients at the time were suffering from various kinds of addictions. And addictions are really one way in which people are looking to the outside to find a better feeling than the one they're living in in the moment. And if you understand that, it's a, it's it's you're able to have kind of compassion 
for the human condition that people who are in compulsive or addictive ways, uh, you know, uh, have an understanding for them because it looks to them uh, uh, that the way out of that um, feeling they're in is to do get something from the outside. And like all of us, you know, we're all looking until we understand that we hold within us everything we're looking for. Until we really see that through our understanding of the principles, we look outside of ourselves too. And so people, you know, are very creative in the ways that um, they go about trying to find a better feeling. So that's why there are so many different varieties of self-help groups and organizations around. There's self-help for shopping addiction, gambling, etc., right? So there's many, many ways in which our own personal thinking we can create that um, we can, in a way, blame our better feelings on that, on, on us doing something, like shopping, and it's just uh, an innocent misunderstanding because what people are looking for already is within us, within our consciousness. And um, and it's really, you know, there for people to, to connect to. And what seems to help is people getting a glimpse of where their experience is coming from. And it, it, again, I think really at the moment of insight, this is just me now. This is just my idea. You'll find your own idea about it. But I think at the moment of insight or realization of uh, truly your spiritual nature, the spiritual energy you are, you get another glimpse, a little insight into it, comes with that, all these feelings. That's why I think Sid says it's in the feeling. I think it just comes with it. Now, as you touch this feeling of love and understanding, you know, it forms into uh, our lives in the same way that any energy forms through thought. And so there are many, many ways in which love and understanding can manifest within us. It can manifest uh, in terms of gratitude. You know, we just feel blessed for a life or you know, maybe we just get into a deep thankfulness for what we found or discovered. Um, or, or maybe we get thankful for having a person in our lives. Not that really the happiness and so forth is coming from the person so much, but we're just in gratitude. And we could look around for what's parts of our lives that we're just thankful to have. Um you know, or compassion, you know, having a deep understanding really, truly for what other people like us are creating um, helps to deepen that connection. And uh, compassion is a very powerful expression of of love, of this neutral, unformed um deeper feelings of touching the, this energy that we are, that, you know, I'm calling love and understanding, gets manifested in forgiveness. Sid talks a lot about forgiveness. He talks about it 
in many, many different seminars and on some of the video seminars that are available for purchase. Um, and how that really helps us and how, um, you know, forgiveness is um, really, again, having the manifestation of understanding uh, about our past. And um, and it's just natural. It just will occur to us as a as a uh, manifestation of once again being in the consciousness of love and understanding. For me now, I see that connecting to again what Sid talks about with mind that. The intelligence of mind assists us. And I kind of see that um, when we look at it in the form of um, love and understanding, the way that manifests within us today helps us out. Helps us out. So um, if we need a little more compassion for someone, um, that probably will show up rather than uh, it being expressed as forgiveness. Um, so, you know, I tell the story um, as I was learning the principles that um, I tell the story about how um, that showed up for me with my sister-in-law, who I, I love dearly. I knew know her many, many years. And... Um, Prior to this understanding, you know, it would, she, her ways would always at times get me into bother. And um, whenever we were at family gatherings, you know, uh, she would act in her usual ways and I would, of course, get bothered by her. And then um, I was, uh, you know, attending these seminars about the principles and all of a sudden with her one one time, in a family gathering, I saw that that was just coming from her making use of the principles. It was just whatever thinking on her mind at the time, whatever she was engaging was was giving her an experience where acting this way made all the sense in the world. You know, acting her way. And that understanding freed me from bother. And I, I had complete a deep feeling of compassion for her. You could say love. I had a deep feeling of, of love for her in the moment. And, um, you know, so that's one way, just one example through my lifetime, but also that I have seen in all the clients that I have helped or all of the people I've mentored that, that this love and understanding, this energy manifests in ways that will help us in the moment. And that compassion coming up for me helped me uh, have more understanding for somebody that I love, you know, the sister-in-law in my life. And it's deepened our relationship because of that. And I've seen that manifest at times when I needed it in other areas, you know, particularly um, with one of the bosses I had in um, who directed a clinic in which I was running a program and I had understanding for her as, again, someone who is um, just manifesting thought through their behavior, and that's all that was going on. And I had that compassion, that compassion and understanding. Um, 
it changed the way I connected with her. So what I'm trying to share with all of that is, uh, this, again, these are just my ideas. But again, I think love and understanding gets manifested through thought um, in various ways and comes to us in a way that uh, uh, um, that assists us in the moment. So there are many ways I've seen that, you know, where people uh, who have been caught in a righteous stance in their lives will share how they, you know, apologize for that with people or with co-workers or how they were able to forgive people from their past or forgive themselves. Another expression of love and understanding. So that was another part of this I wanted to share. And I don't know if you noticed this for yourself. This is just something I've noticed. And again, really, I I don't want you to um, stay with what I think about, about it. I want you to go back within and find your own insights about the deeper feelings that are are there from from the moment we're born and that we never lose. I've seen so many people just feel uh, so much better about waking up to the fact that happiness is within uh, them and it saves them even if they're having a difficult day for themselves and can't go about changing their thinking. Just having a sense that there is happiness to get to, <laughs> you know, that that lies within, that they don't have to worry about getting their life in order in order to be happy. Um, that helps people even with a difficult moment. You know, I see that too because I, I see a, a, a lot of couples. I, I talk a lot with couples and help uh, uh, people in relationship, you know, and... Um, one of the things that makes it so difficult for people when there's a lot of conflicts and uh, looks like there's difficulties in the relationship is that, um, like everyone else, they innocently uh, believe that they couldn't be happy again in the relationship until the other person changed, until the other person stopped doing what they were doing. And it's very easy in relationships to get caught in that belief system. And, um, and you know, when two people begin to um, believe that about their happiness in their relationship, you know, they try to get the other person to act differently or they get annoyed that the other person isn't changing or they take it personally, a lot of the behaviors of the other person, it, it creates a lot of ill will thinking that um, makes this relationship almost look like it shouldn't exist, that the love is gone. And so, again, you know, one of the benefits of the principles is as you point people toward that um, the, the bother, the, the way they're looking at their partners in the relationship is really the result of thought and consciousness and the experience they're having of each other is really the result of the way they're looking at each other through thought. And once they wake up to that, um, they begin to, again, reawaken, although it is never 
it's never um the feelings of love and understanding are like never asleep, you know, like they never ever lose any strain. So just using reawaken reawaken that's just a word, but again, they just find that love and understanding, and that starts to correct their their thinking. And, you know, it has been so beautiful to see, you know, at times people will come into um, a session after they have really found more understanding from one another and more loving feelings, and in the session begin to talk about how sorry they were for the, you know, the way they were thinking about each other, or the way they were being with each other. So it's easy then, it's easy then uh, to make an apology and to have forgiveness. It like take, it's like nothing. It's, uh, but if you think that's a strategy you should do, you should forgive or you should apologize. It takes, it could be a lot of work, you know. <laughs> but you'll just see that once, um, I, I've seen that once couples really find that feeling of love and understanding again, um, it's easy for them to just say, you know, sorry about that. I really, and really, it's really a deep feeling, and the other person forgive it, and it's done in like a, uh, you know, it's done in 30 seconds. They don't need to talk about it anymore. They don't need to worry about, well, you know, how are you not going to do that again, you know, things like that. So, you know, once again, um, when uh, people in relationship find love and understanding, it's, it's really easy to end the conflicts that have arisen in a relationship due to uh, a misunderstanding of um, where experience comes from of one another. When we see the deeper feelings of the principles in this manner, that they already exist within us, that quieting our minds, for example, or getting a moment free of our usual thinking can allow it to manifest, um, then it, it doesn't make sense even to uh, try to look outside of yourself to find a feeling like love and understanding. Um, I mentioned this before that because of my license here in the state of California, I have to do so many um, courses uh, through a two-year period to, to maintain my license. And so I'm on a mailing list of a lot of mental health classes. Huh? And there's been a big thing over here in the San Francisco Bay Area on forgiveness, going, going to like a three-day workshop on forgiveness. Well, you know, if you understand the principles and kind of what we're talking about together today, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. How? Why are you going to learn something that already exists within you? See, that's why um, positive psychology has reached kind of a limit because it's not about thinking positively or learning ways to be optimistic or uh, learning ways to think in a way that will be ha make you happy because you're already there. You, but the problem is you can't think your way there. Um, so even the, 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 the direction, which is a nice direction to look in positive 
in positive ways, um, strategies don't work because it, 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 it's trying to do something you already are. And, um, and that's what makes that a difficult thing. That's why strategies are not really helpful. And in my experience, anybody using a strategy, I know it's probably helped people. But to help people, they've had to change the way they're thinking. And um, that's the piece that people need to have an understanding for. It wasn't the strategy, but somehow using the strategy, people caught on to something through thought that allowed them to change the way they were thinking. So you have everything you're looking for, the happiness, well-being, the love and understanding you want in life is already within you, and it's even deeper than you can imagine. And it isn't about going on a search for it. It's about staying reflective and open for it to manifest. Because another way to talk about it, manifesting, is what we would call contentment. And they're all words to kind of describe this um, experience of deep, deep feelings where you go beyond your usual way of thinking of life. It's this, uh, it's a sense of peace. It's the sense of um, connected to, to all living things. It's the sense of, um, it's the sense of calm, warmth. There are many, many words to express moments of these deeper feelings. And once again, if we look at it as contentment, um, when you're in that deep feeling, love and understanding, whatever it, it is that we could label it or speak to that feeling, um, you're fine. There's really not a, 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 a sense of personal you in that feeling. So um, you're satisfied. You're uh, not thinking you need to feel more. You see, you're already fine. It's just, it's just all that you need. So there aren't thoughts at that moment that, oh, wait a minute here, I need more of this feeling or in that feeling that you're, you're missing anything. You see, so, um, that's another way of looking at it. When you have pure love and understanding or pure contentment, you're perfect because you've touched the what you are. The, the, you, you've touched once again the spiritual energy. Uh, not that you're ever away from it, but you just kind of had some you just got into a higher level of consciousness about it. Um, and so that's really what helps people with life difficulties is that, um, you know, pure contentment, you don't really want anything more. And so any, you know, so anything else that people will do to try to um, feel better is only temporary. And that's really kind of an indication that you really haven't found a deeper feeling yet because it, it, 
it, it, it won't be temporary when you get there. You will know that, you know, you're, you're really there and you won't need anything more. So I just wanted to check in with people uh, for a, a little bit here as I've shared some of what I was um, wanting to talk with you about. And I'd like to hear a little bit from you about whether this makes sense or any thoughts you're having, um, any any kind of thoughts or questions in general you might have. If so, then just hit uh, star 2 on your phone. Just press star 2. And I will see that um, here on uh, the screen. And then I'll, uh, I'll uh, let you ask your question. So I'd really like to hear if anybody has any thoughts that they'd like to share or uh, any questions or whatever you'd like to share even about what you've noticed this month about the principle. Okay, so I have someone. um, There's no name, but it's um, New York City. Did anybody raise uh, their hand? Yeah. Um, yes, um, it's me. I'm on the phone. Hello. Hi, do you hear me? Yes. Okay, hi. Okay, I really enjoyed your talk. It always puts me in a better place. Um, you talk a lot about love and understanding, but there's no how-to, but there's some sort of a bridge somewhere that if you can elaborate on, that you say the key to a person stabilizing themselves, seeing things in a better perspective is love and understanding. How would you say a person gets to that state? It's not a magic wand. A person's upset, depressed, frustrated, um, disappointed, resentful. Um, there's a journey for one to, to tap into that love and understanding for that other person of which they or for the situation they feel negatively about. Um, could you describe maybe the journey of how a person would get themselves to tap into that love and understanding? Because it's just not a magic wand to say use love and understanding. How does one attain that? Or how does one tap into that love and understanding when things look so gray and the opposite? Well, you know, um, um, in a way, um, so the first thing is that it's... Um, I think it's there for you to get to dip your toe in right now. It's right there, available to you right now. And innocently, um, we stray away from that uh, because we um, begin to think about our experiences of life or people in our lives from different uh, ways, different habits we've had uh, to use in thinking about people. So we could easily get into a judgmental way of thinking about people. Um, or we, we can get into thinking about people uh, in terms of um, how poorly they're doing or we could get into uh, it in terms of uh, of uh, being bothered by them. So 
the the things so I think the first thing to see around it is uh there's a couple things one is really you're never away from those feelings were it not for our thoughts same with me I see it, it I hold myself to the same truth so what you have to do then if you've got some gray or dark uh, experiences about other people is you have to see other people in light of understanding. You want to keep reflecting about the fact that other people are uh, acting according to the kinds of thinking that are going on in their minds. And if their behavior looks negative, then they've got some painful thinking they're dealing with. And um, that understanding may help a person find deeper feelings of of, of love and understanding, you see. Um, or even for yourself, you see. A lot of times um, we can be just as judgmental towards ourselves or um, kind of get critical thinking about ourselves. Or I was just talking with some... Um, Someone last night who um, has done, a, to me, a, just a wonderful job of being a parent and uh, has a very diff- difficult child, uh, who an adult child is very, very difficult. And um, she keeps getting depressed because she keeps thinking she should get better. She should, uh, she's missing something about how to be a mother. And what we came to talk about last night are some of these beliefs she holds about how to be a mother are not humanly possible. That they're just some ideas she picked up in her life. And as she holds on to those um, those thoughts, she can't find um, the understanding she needs, the love and understanding she needs for herself, the compassion she needs for herself. Now, once she saw that, to some degree, she just, she, uh, hello, you've got uh, some noise going on in the background there. But um, once she saw that, um, she found a little piece of peace and she started to move more toward um, self-accepting. She started to see this, that she was holding herself up to... Um, a way of uh, uh, of uh, thinking a mother should be that was making her feel bad um, rather than appreciating or feeling understanding for herself that would allow her to use more wisdom in, in dealing with her daughter. So um, I think like I, I think it's part of what you said that if you're feeling bothered by other people, you want to start looking into the uh, you want to start looking at it toward understanding that if they're doing something that has some impact on you, they're doing that out of thinking. It's the way they're thinking about life, and it's being manifested in that behavior. That's the understanding you want, because with that understanding, people's actions become less personal. And when you get freedom from people's actions being personal, it's easy to then um, touch love and understanding. Is that helpful? 
Um, yes, yeah, so basically um, what you're saying is the understanding is understanding that the other person is acting the way they are because of their negative thoughts, so therefore it becomes less personal to us, the negativity of what we were absorbing from them previously. Am I understanding you correctly? Yes, that's what, you know, if you're saying if there's something that might help, that might help, is to reflect on that piece, that the only reason someone is is exhibiting that behavior is because of the way that um, they're using the power of thought. And if the behavior looks to you as hurtful or uh, whatever it looks to you, that behavior is a result of their thinking. And the more negative a person's behavior, the more painful thinking they're in. And usually when I have found that understanding, it's made it less personal. So I am free then to then manifest more feelings of love and understanding. So I hope that was helpful, and I want to just see if uh, other people have anything they'd like to share. Uh, Yeah, there's somebody else here. So thank you for that question, and I hope that was helpful. Um, Let's see, this is somebody, you raised your hand. I don't know, I don't have a name here, so if you just wanted to start talking. Hello? Hi, Mark, is that me? Oh, hi, yes, it's you. Hi, how are you? Good. It's Yitzi speaking. Um, I wanted to I wanted to share a few thoughts that I had uh, about the principles in general, and about also about the it comes in context with the manifestation of uh, love and understanding. Okay. So I it's today in Israel. It's Remembrance Day today. So I I had a few thoughts about about that regarding to the principles. Like once once before I understood the principles, so it was like it was a remembrance day is the day that we basically remember all the people who died in combat on Terak or something things like that. So it's like it was a very sad day and hard day. And since I understood the principles, I see it in a bit of a a different way. So I, since I'm not so fluent in English, so I wrote down a few of the thoughts I was thinking. Is that okay if I read it? Not too long. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. That's nice of you to uh, write them down and share them with us. Okay. So um, the past year, then there were not a few people who died in uh, in war and terror acts, many more than the year before. Although I grew up with bombs and buses exploding this past year it came as close to me as it can come six months ago two terrorists came into the synagogue right next to where I pray every day killed Mm -hmm. four of my neighbors and injured many more some of them still fighting for their lives to this day it was not an easy year many many young soldiers died in war this past summer many more in brutal terror acts babies women and young men sometimes one does not understand why we have to go through all this. But sometimes it's just so clear. Every single thing that happens has a purpose and a meaning. You just have to see it. All the special all the special people who went 
can still be with us if we want. Their spirit is still here. Mm-hmm. The feeling I had, the feeling I had standing with another 40,000 people at the funeral of lone soldier Max Steinberg was the most amazing feeling that can be. The feeling of love, health, and pure unity was just amazing. And when you see their families and friends standing strong and hopeful, continuing their legacies, you understand that all it's about is really just love and understanding. Yeah. So that's just a few of my thoughts that I had this evening so I wanted to share. Well, that's really beautiful that when you're together, uh, that um, there could be such a deep feeling of love and understanding. And, you know, I mean, it's really amazing to be with a group of people because remember, we're all connected. We're all connected, and uh, we are all mind in, in every moment. And to be able to open up to being with a group of people that are mind and feel the deeper feelings of that's amazing. And um, don't don't ever forget that that we're all connected and. And as we are together, and uh, that feeling is attractive. That feeling brings people to you. Sidney um, Banks was just talking about, I just noticed that it was the ultimate answer. And he was talking about, you know, um, he was talking about working with people. He was talking to like psychiatrists and psychologists and so forth. And working with people, all people need is love and understanding. And again, to help them see where their experience comes from. But your story reminded me of an experience I had. Again, I'm just in in the early years of learning the principles. And um, I went to a, uh, a Catholic mass uh, that was Spanish-speaking. And... Um, I don't understand Spanish, but I went to it, and my wife, who is Hispanic, we went this one time, and I couldn't, I did not understand any of the words people were sharing, and yet there was this deep, deep feeling of love and understanding. You you could see it as they brought their children, and that their children were there, and everybody looked, everybody was expressing this deep feeling. And I realized at the moment it had nothing to do with form. Because if it had to do with form, how was I feeling this deep love and understanding when I couldn't understand, you know, any of the words? You know, if it came from a form, from some somebody saying something, then how could I be feeling such a deep feeling? And it just... So when you shared about being with all those people in the synagogue, uh, it reminded me of that experience. And that experience taught me a lot about the spiritual nature of of us and uh, that it has nothing to do with form. It gets expressed as form, you see. It gets expressed as what I'm calling understanding. That's an expression of a feeling that you can't describe. You try to describe it as best you can, these deeper feelings, right? It gets expressed as gratitude, as compassion, as forgiveness. 
So uh, thank you for sharing that um, that with us. And you know, again, um, it's so wonderful that you have shared before about your understanding of the principles. Probably in one of life's most difficult ways of finding love and understanding, and yet you you've shared with us a couple of times today, being one of them, finding love and understanding in the midst of of horrible, horrendous uh, situations. So again, thank you for that. Um, Anyone else want to share? As we're coming to uh, a close, I'd I'd really love to hear from anybody else who'd like to just share anything about today's talk or, again, any questions you have, um, anything at all. Just star two. Okay, I have another person, and um, I've just opened up the lines for you. Again, there's no name, so if you press star two, it's you. So you could start Hi, off. it's probably, is it me? Hi. Yes. <laughs> I'm Helen, I'm from Sheffield in England. What's your name? Hello? <laughs> oh, hi. Um, uh, I, I think... Um, I think listening to you is really, really good. I, I really enjoy it, and I'm going to see you at St. Albans in, in England soon. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so I'm really looking forward to that. Me I think too. If I, I think I wanted to ask you, Mark, just now, is that um, I work a lot with students uh, in a busy counselling service, and sometimes I'm working, well, I'm working from a person-centred perspective, um, but I really want to sort of deepen my delivery of that by sort of more three principles work. I really enjoy the philosophy of it, and I I like Sid Banks' videos on YouTube and things like that. Um, So I'm sort of really really trying to protect my resilience with the amount of people I see. Um, Yes. And I'm just really struck by what appears to be your resilience. You know, you must see a lot of clients, you see a lot of couples. And I'm really worn out by the end of the day, and I'm just wondering how you stay sort of fit and still in that really positive attitude that you seem to have about humanity and about love and understanding and people's potential. You know, do you ever get worn out by it? Well, I wanted to share one thing with you, and that is I think that uh, I really love what you're doing. And I think you have a wonderful population uh, of 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 uh, human beings at that age can catch on pretty easily to this. It makes a lot of sense to them. And I really think that the piece that, and I I love that you're doing person-centered because that's the closest to um, feeling love and understanding for clients that I have seen in the traditional realms. Um, But I think the thing that has kept it alive for me is that uh, is that you know uh, I'm just as my clients and I we're human we're in there together we're in a partnership together um, trying to find uh, some answer to what they're presenting as their life difficulty and I really see that if I can listen to them well enough and uh, and we're working together we're always working together so I'm excited actually. Uh, every session more than I am, you know, t- you know, tired. I mean, but you know, if I put if I put in a full day, 
and I, I, I get home, I, I just want to kind of vegetate on the couch, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to do that. But it's not because of mental strain, you know, it's just because it's been a full day, you know. <laughs> so I don't, you know, at the end of a, of a long day at the office or coaching or whatever it is I'm doing, uh, I, I love to just kick back, you know. Yeah. But see, the reason that the reason that you could call on your resilience is the way that you see the relationship you have to your clients. Mm. You see, the relationship you have to your clients is a partnership. So both of you are working together to have an insight occur in that meeting. And if you know that all people need from from the meeting is is you being uh, in love and understanding and. Uh, Helping them try to see, finding your way in whatever way you can in the session to tell people where their experience is coming from, where their anger, boredom, uh, distress, uh, hurt, uh, upset, where that's coming from. Try to find some way that you can give them a clue to how thought creates that. Mm. That's it. That's Mm. it, you see. And um, so if you're in, to me, if you're in that state, um, it doesn't wear on you mentally. Now, that doesn't mean everybody catches on every session. It doesn't mean I don't have, like, difficult people who aren't getting it. Um, But, you know, um, if they're willing to come back, we're going to give it another try. So during sessions, I always try to put myself in that conscious feeling that I'm talking to you about. Mm -hmm. You know, so that doesn't mean like I've gone to the office at times um, in a difficult state or, you know, maybe leaving the house, I got upset by something. Uh, but I can't be in that when I'm there in my work. Mm. And so when I get into the office, I put myself into this state. I really do find this feeling and really try to find the understanding that uh, my clients are, uh, and I are connected. And all we're trying to do is, is, is give them a, a chance to get an insight into where their experience is coming from. Now, what I have seen through the years is this really funny thing, you know. If I've gone to work and I've been upset about something, by the time I get through my first couple of clients, that upset has left completely, you know. <laughs> it's just gone, you know. I just have, you know, because I've been in this state of uh, this wonderful state. But, see, I don't get mentally drained. Now, sometimes I'll... I'll um, I'll have some thoughts about clients, you know. I'll be thinking, you know, I wish I would have gone this way with them and I just kind of reflect on them. But I don't get mentally fatigued. Yeah. And that's why. That's why. It's like I'm not working in a way. I don't feel like I'm working hard. I, If I don't know where I'm going, I just, in the session, will tell people, you know, I'm really not getting it yet, but, you know, Let's just keep talking together. We'll find something together. Yeah. So I have I have that kind of state I live in. I try to stay, stay with, you know. Uh, or if I lose that a bit during a session, I get my I try to come back to that, adjust back to that state. Yeah. 
But, you know, if I've had a long day, I get tired physically. And I'd like, you know, I do. Yeah. And um, so I, I hope that helps. It does help a lot because um, yeah. um, when I, when I say, for example, I saw seven people yesterday, so I did about six yeah. yeah. I spent about an hour just with myself, just sort of letting myself just unwind and process a bit. And I felt so much better. And what I noticed, you know, I was telling myself about three principles stuff as well, just reminding myself to give myself some of what I've been giving other people. And, um, you know, I just sort of really noticed colours in the room and I really felt much more well-being and I felt more energy coming back. And I I think three principles really, really helps me. And I think that's the main foundation for me giving of myself a lot. You know, I think I've got to look after myself while I'm nearly 50. And, you know, it's sort of, um, I think it's really where where I'm going with it. It's just more of a spiritual development. And I'm really grateful for what you do. You know, I'm looking forward to hearing more from you and meeting you. I'm looking forward to meeting you, and I think that was yeah. a wonderful, uh, wise um, thought to have, to give yourself that hour's worth of time to kind of regroup yeah. and, you know, kind of get your feelings and get some peace of mind. Yeah. You know, Sydney always admired people who worked in, in the fields of mental health or in the fields of counseling or whatever. He admired that because, you know, he knew what we were up against in terms of the manifestations of people's, you know, kind of worse thinking, really, Mm -hmm. that we see that's what we see. Um, That doesn't mean that I don't get kind of wishing that I had a a more easier client than I did, you know, an hour ago or something like that. But Mm -hmm. like you, I always go back and kind of get, myself back into that state of and 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 uh and um get into that feeling for myself and mm-hmm. take care of yourself and taking care of yourself yeah. so i'm looking forward to seeing you in may and yeah. um thank, thank you for sharing yes thank you very much mark thank you you're welcome Well, everyone, we, we just had, um, it's just another wonderful time of being with you. And um, I wanted to just mention a few things. Um, I'm going to be at the Innate Health Conference in London in May in Tacoon. So that, there, we won't have a, um, we won't have a uh, teleseminar next month in May because uh, it overlaps to, um, Two Tuesdays in the month of May to be my being there in London. Also, I'm offering a two-day training before the Innate Health Conference in London with my dear friend Chantel Burns. If you're interested and haven't heard about it, you can email me at uh, Dr. Dr. Mark Howard at Comcast.net. Dr. Mark Howard at Comcast.net. I also want to remind you that on my website, uh, threeprinciplesinstitute.org, you can have access to all of my teleseminars, and uh, the recording for this teleseminar will be up there in a few days. So you just go to my website and click on the teleseminar tab, and it'll it'll direct you right to um, all of the previous teleseminars for you to download.
So, uh, again, once again, I really enjoyed being with all of you. Thanks for showing up, everyone, and I hope it was helpful to you. And uh, we will uh, come back again in June. So have a good uh, month free of uh, teleseminars, and I will uh, come back and we'll talk again in June. So thanks so much. Uh, talk with all of you soon. Bye. The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference. Please enter the conference ID, followed by the pound key. Thank you. Guest ID accepted.